Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. Welcome, everyone, to another show on the I'm Not Fine Show. I'm on the Inspired Choices Network, and I go live here every single week, every Friday at 10 a.m. PST time, which is 1 p.m. Eastern time, and I believe that's 12 p.m. Central time. So we go live here every single week. And if you are not on the Inspired Choices Network app yet, you can grab your phone and download the app and you can go straight to the show. You can watch the video part of it and you can watch the audible part of it. So it's an amazing app to have. So go grab that app if you want to follow along and you want to make sure that you catch every single episode every single week. Okay, today we are talking about stress. This episode is going to be packed with lots of information about stress, what it does to the body, and how we can use it to our benefit. You know, so many of us have been taught that stress is a bad thing and only a bad thing. But I'm going to try to shift your mind here a little bit on this and have a different perspective about stress. But I'm also going to teach you what it does to your body when you're overly stressed all the time. So we need to learn how to manage the stress, right? Before we go into that, if you have any kind of specific questions that you want to uh, send my way, please email me at lizzie at undietyourself.live. Send questions my way. I respond to emails. So if there's anything that you need help with in that aspect, um, please send it to me. And also you can book a consultation with me if you're looking to work with a functional nutrition coach. That's me. That can help you with, with your health and get to the root cause of your healing and whatever is going on, I stand in that gap between you and your doctor. I become that person that advocates for you, teaches you, and helps you heal your body from root cause problems. So if that's you, grab the link in the show notes, book a call with me. Let's have a conversation and see what we can do for you. Also, if you are listening to this show on any platform, Whatever platform it is that you are looking or that you're listening or watching, whether it is the TV or the audible version, please leave a review and let us know how you're liking the show, what your thoughts are, and what else you want to hear. So let's dive into today's show and talk about stress. Stress is not merely a bad thing. It doesn't have to be. It can cause a lot of issues, but it's not. So rather, we want to think about stress as how can we use it to our benefit? How do we do that? Before I even go into how we can use it to our benefit, I want to talk a little bit about the different aspects of stress. You know, it was a few years ago. 
I was listening to this lady and I wish I could remember her name, but I, I couldn't find the video that I watched, but she did this TEDx talk and an incredible speaker. And she was talking about stress. And one of the most impactful things that she said in that TEDx talk was she said that she she works with with clients all the time, patients in in therapy. And she said she would have these patients that would come in and say, I want to my goal. Their goal was to live a stress free life. They wanted to get rid of all stress in their life. And her response to them was, well, then you have dead people's goals. I thought to myself for a second, what does she mean by that? And then she went on to explain that there is no such thing as having a completely stress-free life. The only way that you're not ever going to have stress is if you're no longer here, if you, you're not alive anymore. So she painted the picture in such a beautiful way of like, your goal should not be to live a completely stress-free life because that's impossible. You're going to be on a hamster wheel your entire life trying to get rid of all the stress in your life, but it's impossible because it's just part of life is you're going to have things that happen. You're going to have people that say certain things that trigger you. You're going to have events, all the things, your workload, whatever the case may be, you're going to have stress that comes into your life. Now, like I mentioned earlier, we have to learn how to use it to our benefit. We want to learn how to make it a positive thing. Let's talk about the bad side of stress first. So stress is one of those things that can cause a lot of downstream issues, health issues in the body if we don't learn how to manage it well and use it to our benefit. A few things that is going to cause is it's going to decrease your stomach acid. So stress will decrease your stomach acid and your stomach acid needs to be at an adequate level to digest and absorb the nutrients that you bring into your body. But if you don't have adequate amounts of stomach acid, now your body is not going to digest and absorb and utilize those nutrients as well. So low stomach acid in a high stress body, very, very common. Now we're causing and creating more downstream issues. Stress can also and will also cause your cortisol levels to go up higher than what we want them to go. So you go into that fight or flight. And then when the, when the cortisol comes in and is in that constant fight or flight, now we're causing more inflammation in the body as well. Again, it's a downstream issue. You're going to start affecting your hormones. You're going to start affecting your adrenals. So that's another way that stress isn't that great when it's not managed well. It will also cause digestive issues like bloating, constipation, even diarrhea. Like all of those things can contribute to your stress, which then evolve into all these other health issues. So overall, when we only look at the not great parts of your stress, 
<laughs> and what it does to your body, sure, it's not that great. But here's what I like to teach my clients. It's not about not having any stress at all. It's about how do we manage it? First, we have to recognize what are the things that are causing us a lot of stress. Sometimes there are things in our life that we need to eliminate in order to manage our stress better and alleviate some of the stress. So if you have chronic stress, that is going to cause a lot of information. So inflammation. So let's say, for example, let's say you are in a relationship that you are not happy with and it's toxic, it's abusive, whatever the case may be. If you are in a space like that, you're going to be in a constant chronic stressed state because of your cortisol, because your cortisol, if you don't feel safe, your cortisol is going to kick in and put you in that fight or flight. And that's going to put you in a chronic stress state, which then also puts you in a chronic inflammatory state. So you see how the, the two are connected, how everything is connected. And so sometimes when you're in a situation like that, it's about removing yourself from the situation because it's not benefiting you. You've got to remove yourself from the situation in order for your body to be able to heal. Here's what happens a lot. When someone is, let's say someone is in a situation like this. I actually had a dear friend of mine in this very situation very recently where she was in a relationship, actually a marriage, that was not good. It was abusive, and she was up here in a constant fight or flight. Like I had to teach her how to calm her body down by doing certain techniques so that she could get herself out of the fight or flight because I said, listen, you're going to crash at some point because you're constantly up here because you're trying to protect yourself. She was on edge all the time and she didn't know how to bring herself down from that fight or flight. Well, that really starts robbing your endocrine system and really affecting your adrenals and your hormones, everything in the body because you're constantly in that fight or flight and in that chronic state. So she eventually got to the point where she removed herself from the situation. And as soon as she removed herself from the situation and got it moved into a different place where she was not surrounded by the abuse and she was not surrounded by, by um, like being in the atmosphere of this other person that was causing the abuse and putting her in that fight or flight where she felt like she needed to protect herself. Once she was out of that situation and went into a safe place, her whole body just came crashing down. So here's what happens a lot. When we're in a fight or flight, our, our mind and our body is fighting for us to keep us alive. That's the body's job. That's the cortisol's job. That's why we have that fight or flight. When we get to a place where we all of a sudden feel safe, now the, the cortisol comes down and the body goes, oh, I can relax now. Well, many times when this happens, that's also when we crash. That's when all our 
our uh, happy hormones come down and some people go into depression. After getting into a safe place, they go into depression and all of a sudden their body's like, there's all of these things happening and going on. And you're like, wait a minute, like I'm not in this danger place anymore. I'm over here and I'm safe, but now my body just comes crashing down and it feels like it's failing me. That's what it can feel like. But it's because the body actually finally got to a place where it's not in a chronic stress place. It feels safe, but you've depleted it from all of these things over here with your adrenals and everything else, your happy hormones, because you were using everything when you were in the heightened state. So it's not common, not uncommon for people to crash after removing themselves from the chronic situation of stress and that inflammatory fight or flight state, going to a safe place and all of a sudden going, I feel better mentally, like they feel safe and they're like relief, huge relief. And they can relax. And now the body's like, I can't continue on this path. And that's when people start can start having these issues. I'm going to share another story with you guys of something that is a little bit different type of chronic stress, inflammatory state and situation that was actually an experience of mine. I experienced this a year ago when I did a women's wellness retreat. And it was incredibly eye-opening to me because I didn't realize at the time how heightened I was, how I was in the fight or flight state the entire time. And when I got off of that, some crazy stuff happened. So I'm gonna go into that when we come back from our next break because we're gonna go to our first break on <laughs> this episode where we're talking about stress, how to utilize stress, how to manage stress, but we're first talking about what it can do to your body when you don't manage it well. So don't go anywhere. I'm your host, Lizzie Entz, on the I'm Not Fine show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. 
contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are back in the room and we are talking about stress. Real quick, if you have not grabbed a copy of my book, Escaping My Reflection, you can go to lizzieems.com, grab a copy my autobiography and towards the end of the book I transition it into the nutrition expert and I share a little bit about that and so if you have not grabbed the copy of that please go there lizzieems.com grab a copy if you're in another country like Canada the UK you can go to Amazon and you can grab it in the link of your country I also have a Kindle version there so if you want to spend four bucks instead of 20 bucks, you can go and get the Kindle version as well. All right. Today we are talking about stress. And before the break, we were talking a little bit about what stress can do to your body if it's not managed well, what happens when you are in a chronic state of stress and inflammation. And one of the things to remember here, I, I like to use this analogy because this is this is amazing how the human body works so think of a tiger that is getting chased by actually let's use a deer analogy so the deer is getting chased by the tiger right the the tiger's chasing the deer and the deer's cortisol spikes up because the body has to go into an adrenaline rush and it has to go into the fight or flight. That's why we got cortisol. It's, it's our protective hormone. It's, it's there to protect us and keep us safe. So the deer's cortisol goes way up, like, like incredibly high because he's got to protect himself and run away. The tiger doesn't catch up with the deer. The deer escapes. A minute later, the tiger's off doing his own thing. And the deer is over here doing his own thing. And his body and everything, the cortisol and all of that has already gone back down into homeostasis and where it belongs. It, it's as if nothing even happened. The deer's fine. The tiger's fine as well. For humans, we don't work like that. We could literally be getting chased by a tiger, escape. And the same thing will happen in our body with cortisol. We go into that fight or flight. And that causes obviously like the stress of the body. But for humans, we could stay in that heightened fight or flight for a very long time. So the body will keep spitting out that cortisol because we haven't, we don't just naturally go in like right after like just like the deer we don't just go like and like get ourselves out of it now we can train ourselves after all that we can train ourselves to take deep breaths that's where there's why there's breathwork classes that's why there's breathing apps that's why there's all of those things for us to grab onto and teach ourselves 
how to bring ourselves down from that fight or flight. But as humans, we don't just automatically go back to what was happening before. An example would be like, if you ever have been in a car accident, that's traumatic. That's really traumatic. And you may stay in that fight or flight for a day or two. I remember I was in a car accident one time and initially the shock of it, I, I couldn't even comprehend it. I didn't realize how much of in a fight or flight I was until the following day. The following day, I started crashing and I realized like I wasn't thinking straight and I was fine as far as like from a physical aspect, but like emotionally and mentally, I was so incredibly drained. And I realized it was because, well, at the time I didn't know this, but I know now it's because I didn't know how to bring myself down from that fight or flight. Another example of chronic uh, stress and inflammation is uh, that I want to share with you is a year ago, I did a women's wellness retreat here in Arizona, and it was amazing. We went from Thursday to Sunday, and I did this with a friend of mine, but I was, you know, one of the one of the leaders. We hosted it. And so from Thursday to Sunday, I was heightened. I was up here. I was giving to everyone else. We we organized everything. We made sure that we stayed on schedule. Like, and I spoke like give, 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 give. Well, that put me in this constant high where I was giving everything and not replenishing it with downtime. I couldn't sleep well either because, you know, when you do something like that, you're in, in this heightened state and you typically don't sleep as well because you're also constantly like spitting out that cortisol. So Sunday comes around, we have brunch, and then it was time to go home, pack up the things, go home. And I was okay on the drive home. When I got home, the minute I walked into my house, my entire body crashed. I went and I laid on the couch and I felt like I could not get up off of that couch for the rest of the day. My body was just like, I'm done. I used everything that I had and I can't give you anything else. I need you to rest. Sometimes we're forced to go into resting. It took me almost an entire week to recover from that. Now, this can be tied to your uh, Hashimoto's, you know, like autoimmune disease that I have and or had. <laughs> I don't claim it anymore. But if you don't manage it well and your immune system isn't doing great, that's what can happen. So it took me almost an entire week to recover from that. And I actually went into a partial depression because I had used up all my serotonin and dopamine. I had to bring in some 5-HTP to help my dopamine and my serotonin get boosted. And only then was I able to like get myself out of it. And by the following Saturday, I was like, okay, I finally feel like I'm myself again. But here's what happened. Because I was in that chronic state of stress and fight or flight, even though it was a happy time and it was a good time, I got so bloated because my digestion got so, I'm sure my stomach got to drop like crazy 
my, my digestion got so impaired during that time of stress and chronic stress during that week of recovery. Like I looked like I was like four months pregnant. That's how bloated I got and how uncomfortable I got. So I had to do things to try to help my digestion and heal things there because I had created this beast of inflammation in my body. So those are some of the, the not so great things about stress and how it can affect your body. And something that I see all the time with my clients is like, if they have a week where they're like, constantly stressed and they have a week where they do a weigh-in and they're like man like my weight went up and their digestion isn't doing as great like they feel like their things aren't moving the way that they should be one of the first things I will ask them is what shifted in your life are you did you have a lot more stress did something happen that you had a lot more stress and nine times out of ten they're like oh yeah I got like crazy busy at work I had deadlines or something happened with the kids. Something happened that caused them to be extra stressed that week. And they'll end up feeling bloated and gain some weight, be more tired. And I tell them, listen, it has nothing to do with what you were eating or not eating or how much you were moving your body was literally your stress. And so what we then start implementing in is how do we manage that? How do we get the body to be able to go through these times and not get as stressed because you have tools in place to get that done? It's very, very important because, again, we're not here to eliminate all the stress in your life. Here's something that I want you to think about when we think about stress. When you are stressed, do you not find yourself in this place of going, okay, it's do or die. So when you have a deadline on something or something is pressuring you and you're like, oh man, like I got to get this done. You go into that stress and you become a lot more productive. So if you, if you think about it, really, this is where you can utilize stress and deadlines and whatever the case may be, it's something that you need to get done. You can utilize that time and become a much more productive person and <laughs> utilize that stress to become that. Now, I'm not saying like go out and like create more stress that's not necessary. Don't put yourself in a situation where you're like, I'm going to be in a relationship that is extra stressful, or I'm going to create extra drama and stress. That's different. But when you think about the stress and the times that you have accomplished the most, think about this. When I think about the times that I've accomplished the most, an example would be um, last fall when I was uh, actually in the process of writing my book. I didn't know that I was going to write and publish my book in a matter of two months. So I talked to my publisher and he's like, well, we need to publish your book. This was October. And he's like, we need to publish your book by December, early December, because there was an event that I was going to be at. And we wanted to publish a book and launch a book at this event. 
And I said, are you crazy? That's less than two months from now. I said, how much time do I need? How much time do you need me to write the book? And he's like, you have two weeks. I said, what? You're crazy. Two weeks to write my book? He's like, you can do it. You're fine. You can do it. And so guess what I did? I hungered down and I made it happen. I wrote my book in two weeks. And so what I did is I, I sat down, I, I laid it all out, and then I blocked the times in my day. And I said, all right, I'm doing this. Yes, I'm doing this. And I would work during the day and as my usual schedule. And then at night after my kiddo went to bed, that's when I would sit down and I would write. I would write for three to four hours every single night for two weeks. And that's how I wrote my book. Had I not had that deadline and a do or die, I wasn't stressed about it, but it did put pressure on me. Like, no, like you got to do this. And so it get that deadline of like, here's, here are the expectations and here's what I need you to do. It made me, it forced me to go into a space of, okay, this, this can be stressful, or I can say, let me get productive, block my time in a way that allows me to be productive. I commit to that time and I get it done. And that's what I did. So that's an example of how you can take stress and use it to your benefit. You just got to figure out how it is that you're going to do that. Some of my most productive times are when I get extremely busy with my work and I have lots of calls booked and lots of clients that I'm taking care of. It forces me to structure my days in a way where I'm like, okay, I have to get these things done and I got to go into my day and stack it in a way that makes sense for me, but it also makes me the most productive. So we're going to go to our second break now, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about how you can use and utilize stress in a way that help is beneficial for your health, but also can make you an extremely productive person. So don't go anywhere. I'm your host on the I'm Not Fine show on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. 
Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are on the Inspired Choices Network, and I'm your host, Lizzie Ends, on the show, I'm Not Fine. And today, that is extra uh, relatable because we're talking about stress on the I'm Not Fine show. And it's really, really important for us to understand how stress can be utilized to our benefit because we're not going to go through our life without stress. And I have someone in the chat room here talking about uh, changing their mindset about stress and uh, how they always thought like stress was just not a good thing. And I think that that's so true for 99% of people. They We've been told over and over and over, like stress isn't good. Eliminate all your stress. Live a stress-free life. Well, that's impossible because we're, I don't think that you're ever going to talk to someone that will ever say that they're not stressed at all or ever it's it's just not possible and so that's why we're talking about stress today and how we can utilize stress to our benefit and we should so it's kind of the same idea as when you have obstacles that come your way where you're like this is a challenge something challenging comes your way and you're like Okay, how do I use this challenge to my benefit? We don't grow in the comfort zone. We just don't. I mean, if you ever think about it, like you think about the, the moments and times that you've grown the most. You remember those times and you grow the most, right? When you are in your difficult times. I like to think of it this way. When we are in, I like to call it the pit. When we are in the pit and we're like, things are terrible, they are not going well, and we're having to do things we don't want to do. A lot of times, all we want to do is get out of the pit. But the reality is the pit, where the challenges are, the difficult times are, all the things that we don't love, where we're uncomfortable, that is where we're going to grow the most. If, there's a big if here, if we figure out what the lesson is that we need to learn. So it's our job to grab the lesson, right? Because if we don't grab the lesson, we can get out of the pit for a bit, but then it becomes this cycle. We're going to find ourselves right back in there. So here's an example. If you are on a cycle of like every week or two weeks or even once a month, you find yourself in this funk where you're like every month around a certain time or every week at a certain time or every 
you know, couple weeks or six months, whatever it is, you find your, you're like, you're good for a while, but then you find yourself in that funk again. That's the epitome of being on a hamster wheel. And if you're reoccurring this funk, you haven't figured out what it is that you need to grasp and learn in the funk to get yourself out of it, to take yourself to the next stage. An example here is uh, two years ago. Two years ago, I decided to quit my in-person personal training job that I was at for six years. And I said, okay, no more of this. I'm going to go out on my own and build my business. Scary times. But I, I had a passion for it, and I knew I was going to do it. I, it didn't necessarily scare me in a way of, like, I can't do it because I knew it was where I was supposed to go. But it's still like you you sort of like question yourself, are you going to be able to sustain yourself, not relying on a on a regular job? And as I was going through the first few months of this, this is a perfect example of of you figuring out whether or not are you figuring out why you're ending up in the hamster wheel? I would be start. I love Mondays. So every week on Mondays, I start my week. And I'm doing awesome. I'm incredibly productive. And Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday were amazing days. I would get a lot done. I was super productive. By Thursday, every single Thursday, I would find myself in a funk. I, I would call my friend. And I'd be like, I don't know why, but I'm depressed. I don't want to do anything. I'm not inspired. And all I wanted to do was, you know, just kind of hang out on the couch because I felt like I needed to recover mentally. And I realized all of a sudden I realized that it was a reoccurring thing, that it was every single Thursday this was happening. So I, I went into hyper mode of like figuring out why is this happening? Why am I ending up in a funk every single Thursday? What I did then is I, I realized that I was giving so much in the beginning of the week that by Thursday, I, my body was and mind and brain were just like tapped out. So I reconstructed my week in a way where I still, you know, made Mondays happen, did my work Tuesday, Wednesday, but I structured it in a way where it didn't feel like I was giving everything, everything that I had in the beginning of the week and I, and then have nothing left by the end of the week. And once I did that, one of, the, one of the things that I did with that is I planned for every Monday, even though Mondays are like an amazing day for me. I love Mondays. It's the first start of the week. I just love it. But what I did every single Monday is I did something that was not work related that was fun for me. So that might have been, hey, I'm going to go get my nails done, or I'm going to go grab a coffee somewhere. Maybe I work out of a coffee shop. Maybe I, you know, do make a new recipe, like whatever it was, I did something that allowed me to take my mind off of work. And I love my work, so I could bury myself in my work 24-7. But I had to remove myself from it and go... I need to do something that that like fills my cup back up. When I started reconstructing it in that way, I was able to go the entire week 
and not have those crashes. And all of a sudden, I wasn't having any crashes at all because I was allowing myself to be filled up again. So that's one example of how how you figure out when if you find yourself in this rut hamster wheel where it's a reoccurring thing, it's a matter of you figuring out why it's happening in the first place. Like what is going on that's causing you to end up there in the first place. The another example is if you are on a journey of losing weight. And I had this conversation with a couple people last week because I was talking about waiting for the shoe to drop. How many times do you start a new program, uh, start a new diet, start new habits, whatever the case may be? It might be it, this, this relates to business or this relates to your health journey. It could be anything. And when you start, when you start it, you are doing amazing. You're like, yes, I'm in. I got this. We're doing this 20 pounds later. And I'm using this an example as an example because someone shared this with me. She said, that's where I'm at. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop because I, I'm down 20 pounds and I have 20 more pounds to go, but I'm in a rut. And I know this person. So I know the history of it, losing, gaining, losing, gaining. And I, I asked her, I said, why do you think that you can do the 20, first 20 pounds, but you don't deserve the second 20 pounds? What do you think that is? You're finding yourself in the same spot again, which means if you are finding yourself in the same spot again, especially let's just take weight loss for an example, where you lose the weight and all of a sudden you're in this spot again and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can actually continue going. That means you haven't learned yet why it is that you're doing it in the first place. Your why is not big enough of why you're doing it. Why, why, why? If you only have a goal of losing weight and it does not go deeper than that, it's not going to hold. So you got to figure out why is it that you could lose 10 pounds and you know you have 10 more pounds to go. But when you hit that 10 pound mark, you sort of settle and you go, ah, this is good enough. And there's several reasons why this can happen. This can happen because you are like, I, I'm bored. This is too mundane. I got to show up every day, do the same thing. It could be that. Or it could be that you feel like you don't deserve to continue on. You don't, you don't deserve to lose 10 more pounds, even though that's your goal. So we self-sabotage. There's, there's a couple things that happen. We self-sabotage or we become complacent and we're like, eh, this is good enough. I don't feel like doing the things that I know that I need to do, which means you've lost your passion behind it. So that's another example of like finding out and figuring out like you've got to figure out why you're ending up in that rut. So we're but we're talking about stress today and I sort of went off on a little tangent there but it fit well in there with the story. So um we're going to continue on at, we're going to go to our next break which is going to be our last break. 
but we're, I'm going to give you some more tools and tactics of what you can do to manage your stress and use it to your benefit because there's very specific tools and things that you can do to help you, to make you feel more structured, to make you feel more stable and how to, when you are stressed and you're really busy and you got all these things going on, how can you utilize that to your benefit, make yourself so much more productive. And then at the end of the day, you're like, what was I stressing about anyway? I got it done anyway, and it made you more productive. So we're going to go into that when we come back from our last break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the I'm Not Fine show. I'm your host, Lucia. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are on our last stretch of this show on the I'm Not Fine show on the Inspired Choices Network. Again, if you have not downloaded the Inspired Choices Network app, please go to your phone, whether it's Apple or Google, and you can download the, the app for Inspired Choices Network. You can follow along on all the shows, very specifically mine, I'm not the I'm Not Fine show, since that's what we're talking about here and you're here anyway, go in there, listen, give us a review. Let me know what your thoughts are. Five stars would be appreciated. It helps boost the algorithm and it helps get the word out to more people. Next week's show, we are going to be talking about how to feel powerful in your health journey. Little uh, touch on that. So many people do not feel powerful in their health journey and we have a right to feel powerful and we have to feel powerful so we're going to be talking about how do we make ourselves feel powerful in our health journey that's really really important we're all about empowerment right empowering ourselves empowering others we're going to talk about empowering you in your health journey lastly grab a copy of my book on lizzieends.com if you have not yet, go grab a copy of that. If you're in another country, check it out on Amazon. And then lastly, also, you can email me at lizzie at undietyourself.live if you have any questions about anything or you want to book a call with me to potentially work together. All right, we're going to finish out this show with some tools and tactics and things that you can bring into your life to help manage your stress and use it to your benefit. One of the things that I want to share with you here is that there is 
a component of nutrition that is going to help you manage your stress better. So for example, if you are a high stress person, we talked a lot about cortisol in the beginning of this show. If you are a high stress person, one of the worst things you can do is get up in the morning and drink coffee on an empty stomach because your cortisol is supposed to be high in the morning already, right? That's where it's supposed to be. And then, it, and then it's supposed to gradually drop through the day. I could do a whole episode on cortisol, but it's supposed to create this nice L like this in, in, uh, throughout the day. And then in the evening, it kicks into melatonin so that you can go to sleep. So it needs to be, it, it needs to be at high in the morning. If you have, if you're in a constant uh, stress state, there's two things that can happen. You can either have really high cortisol all the time, or you can have depleted cortisol where you don't have anything anymore. Both of them, you're going to be tired. So you get up in the morning and the first thing you do is drink coffee, which I'm guilty of this sometimes because I like coffee, but I like to eat something before I drink the coffee. It's smart to do that. It's better not to have coffee on an empty stomach because you're gonna raise that cortisol even more and you probably don't need more cortisol in the morning. So bring in a good balanced nutrition plan. I've seen this happen over and over with clients that have anxiety, like they get super anxious about, you know, just little things that they don't need to be anxious about and have anxiety about. I had this conversation with a client literally the other week where she said, hey, I." Uh, she's usually like when she has like family gatherings and her grandkids are there and her kids are there and she's like super anxious about all of these things. So we've been working on her nutrition and her exercise and brought in supplements and did her hormone work. We did all of those things to bring in some balance. And she had an event where all her kids and her grandkids were there and she's like, Lizzie, I never felt anxious. She's like, I was almost waiting for myself to have like anxiety. And she's like, anxiety never happened. She was just calm. She was stable. And I told her, I said, listen, that's because you are giving your body the nutrients that it needs. And that, that's the big piece of it is a lot of people that have chronic stress, chronic anxiety or anxiety and depression. It is very, very much related to the nutrition and the foods that we're giving our body or not giving our body. It's all connected. So think about your nutrition plan and how that can affect you. If you get up in the morning and you're already stressed and then you bring in coffee, you're gonna cause more stress and anxiety. So don't do that part and think about your nutrition. Breathing exercises. You can download an app called Calm and it will teach you how to go through breathing exercises to get yourself down from that fight or flight. Very, very important. And I do this with my clients all the time where I'm like, listen, you need to figure out how to get yourself down from that fight or flight. Please sit down, go through two to five minutes of breathing exercises to get that body down from that fight or flight. Dancing, you gotta bring joy in. So one of the things that works really well for me is if, if I need to refocus, get my mind off of something, not be as stressed, I put headphones on, and I put some kind of instrumental music on and I close my eyes, I stand up and I allow my body to move in a way that I'm not even in control. I just let my body move however it wants to move. 
This brings in serotonin and dopamine, those happy hormones, and you're releasing tensed up emotions. So dancing releases tensed up emotions. So does breathing. You're letting the things that are stored in and locked in, you're letting it out because the body is energy. Movement is energy. So why not move it in a way that allows you to release all that tensed up energy? So the next time you find yourself in a stress situation where you're like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? I'm so stressed out. You can go do a breathing exercise or put some music in your ears and you just get up and you let your body move. Don't even think about it. Do it in private. Reading, journaling, any of those things can help you calm down and get your mind off of things. One of the other most powerful things to do to get your mind off of things and let your body calm down. If you're in a chronic state of inflammation or in a chronic stress state, running is not necessarily the best option because running is going to cause more stress on the body. Now, if it's a meditative type of run, maybe. But one of the things that I've noticed that helps me or so many of my clients is walking. So I tell them, listen, let's do a meditative, restorative type of walk. Don't worry about how fast you're going or how many steps you're getting or doing it for the form of exercise and burning calories. That's not why we're doing it. We're going to go on a walk to get your mind off of things and we, we make it a restorative thing. So if you are in a place, not in Arizona where it's 110 degrees, but if you are in a place where you can get outside, go get fresh air, so you don't go outside enough, where you can get fresh air and just go for a meditative, restorative walk, that alone will help bring down your cortisol and get you out of that fight or flight. The other thing that you can do is go on a treadmill and you put your treadmill on a really high incline and walk at like a... 3.0, whatever puts you at a good pace, this will actually not put you in the fight or flight, but it puts you in a fat burning. So those are my tips. You want to do some breathing. You want to do some dancing. You want to do some uh, journaling, reading, walking, high incline walking. Figure out what works for you to help you get down from that fight or flight and utilize stress to your benefit. I'm Lizzie Ann on the I'm Not Fine show. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.